He's Jimmer. He's Christian. This is two PTs and, and a bag, bag of, of chips. chips. Today we're going to cover biceps tendonitis. Yes. And then we're also going to go over the Daily Crave lentil chips smoked gouda flavor. Smoked gouda. Gerookte gouda. Gerookte gouda. Which is a fun way of saying that. Biceps tendonitis. Quite common. Very common. In the shoulder. Yes. A lot of people think it's more of a shoulder issue, right? We know of our biceps kind of in the upper arm there, but most of the time the tendon and tendonitis is felt right in the kind of the front portion of your shoulder. Yeah, it's the uh, long head of the biceps that tends to be the predominant culprit. The culprit, and nice. it, And it runs through a groove, the biceps groove. Also called the bicipital groove. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> and <laughs> it does it... As it subluxes or kind of rolls in and out of that, it can get irritated. It happens with uh, repetitive overuse, like repetitive overhand motion, serving in tennis, swimming. Throwing a baseball. What have you. And there's a, an, another issue with that, that it sometimes spontaneously ruptures in specifically elderly men. If it ruptures completely, there's no big deal. It just kind of curls back. You end up with a, what they call a Popeye arm. It looks very cool. Tends to be painful for maybe a couple of days, and then some bruising, and then the pain goes away, and off you go. It's more problematic if you have a partial tendon tear, because they tend to be quite painful. They do indeed. That's because you kind of are pulling on a hangnail, It's the best way to think of it. Really uncomfortable. Yes. You kind of catch it all the time, it gives you some sharp pains, but once you kind of rip that hangnail off, it's kind of like when you fully rupture it. Pain's gone. Sore for a day or two, three days, and yep. then, then you're good. Maybe some bruising for a little longer, but that's okay. But biceps tendonitis is really common. I don't have a specific number. 50% of shoulder irritation. Yeah, even if you have an underlying rotator cuff issue or a shoulder impingement, a lot of times the biceps tendon tends to be involved. It's, it's pretty important in stabilizing the shoulder. It's pretty important in proper mechanics. So as soon as your shoulder mechanics are off, you're going to start stressing that tendon. Yeah, the uh, role of the biceps has basically been expanded to almost a, a pseudo-rotator cuff muscle at this point. That and the triceps, because they cross the shoulder joint, can work to stabilize the shoulder. And so if one of your rotator cuffs muscles isn't working correctly, the biceps will do its very best to take over, and that will oftentimes lead to the tendonitis by itself. Tendonitis, tendinosis, which is chronic tendonitis. Or it can also be problematic in slap tears. So slap tear is a abbreviation that stands for superior labrum, anterior, posterior. It's the, the upper attachment of the labrum in the joint, the, the, this little seal that helps to uh, stabilize the shoulder joint. The long head of the biceps attaches into the upper portion of the labrum. So if you have a, a partial tear or chronic irritation of the biceps tendon, that could also result in labral irritation or partial labral tearing. And that's really, really common in overhead athletes. Yes. So pitchers, volleyball players, et cetera, et cetera. So treatment-wise? We do a lot to stabilize the shoulder joint itself, right? Reduce how much that biceps wants to do. The biceps is a two-joint muscle, so it crosses your elbow and crosses your shoulder, which means it's going to do or try to do a lot of work when it can. And so when we do our best to get the rotator cuff working like it should, get the periscapular muscles working like they should, 
you don't use the biceps as much, and that feels a lot better. Probably the easiest exercise that we give most of our shoulder patients that almost well, virtually everybody can benefit from is thoracic extension. So improve your posture. Yep. So lying on the foam roll lengthwise, improve your mobility in the, in the upper spine. That improves the position of your shoulder joint, including your shoulder blade, and that will subsequently decrease the amount of stress on your rotator cuff and specifically the biceps tendon. So very easy thing to do. Everybody can benefit from that. It may not completely cure the problem, but it will definitely give you some relief. Yeah, and that's true with almost any shoulder injury. You want to make sure your thoracic mobility is is good or, or better than what you're currently using. That will take a lot of strain off of your shoulder, and it'll also put it in a much more optimal position to, to move overhead. So generally in the younger populations that haven't had tearing but have kind of biceps issues, we see a lot of poor thoracic mobility in those populations. Yep. And obviously in the older population or, or anyone who spends a lot of time sitting at a desk or hunched over a book or working, you know, as a dentist or anything where you're kind of always in the same hunched forward position, those individuals benefit immensely from thoracic mo- mobility and thoracic mobilization as well. So yeah, if you have a, a history of shoulder pain, don't avoid using the shoulder, but you can always start on postural correction, postural stabilization exercises, in addition to eliminating some of the inflammation, be it with with ice, as we spoke about last weekend, Mm -hmm. or with anti-inflammatory drugs, or even sometimes a cortisone injection. But none of those will benefit you if you don't fix the underlying problem, which that is kind of the postural thing. Or if you're doing repetitive overhead activities, make sure that mechanically you're in as good a position as you can be and a lot of times that will decrease the irritation. Absolutely. We're going to have a podcast coming up maybe in a, in a few weeks or maybe a month. We'll see. Uh, referring specifically to overhead athletes. So throwing specifically, but also any other overhead athletes. So stay tuned for that in several weeks. Ooh, that's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. Uh, in terms of treatment stuff, there's a lot of manual therapy that we will provide, whether that includes sort of cross-friction massage or joint mobilization uh, to help reduce discomfort to allow you to exercise. Really the big one with all of this for long-term benefit is improved muscular function and kind of reduced strain. So getting rid of the activity that's causing or the motion that's causing it. So correcting mechanics and then treating weaknesses. Deal. I think that pretty much covers tendonitis here today. Well, at least in a nutshell. Yeah, nutshell-wise. So we shall go to trivia. Last week's trivia, how many gifts would you receive if you received all the gifts in the song, The 12 Days of Christmas? That was cause for some confusion with some of our clients here because you have to keep counting the gifts every day that... uh, Yes, you will receive 12 partridges. Exactly. As opposed to just one partridge because every day you get a partridge in a pear tree again. Do they bring it in a pear tree but then they take the pear tree away? That's a great question. Like they hand you a pear tree, here's your partridge. We're going to have to analyze the song a little bit more in depthly, I think. Yeah. Maybe this is the song that's going to get banned from the radio waves next year. Yeah. But the answer to the question is going to be 364. It's a good amount of presents. That's a lot of gifts. There's a lot of birds involved. Partridges, doves, hens, calling birds, geese, swans. Milky maids. I don't think that's a bird. Unless you're referring to the old British version of a bird. A, la- yeah. a girl, a, a lady. Girl, yeah. A lady. Yeah. So add up all of those, and you will end up with 
42 geese and 42 swans and 40 maids, etc., etc., etc. 364. 22 doves. This week's trivia question, in honor of New Year's, which is coming up tomorrow, I guess. Yes. Tomorrow night, New Year's Eve. Ball when drop. was the first year that the ball was dropped at Times Square, New York? Now, was this like an official ball drop, or was this somebody walking around with the ball and they dropped it? This, I believe, was the official the ball official drop. official ball drop. The official. Was it, was it at the Times Square? Yes, at Times Square. Okay. Yep. So the first year that the ball was dropped at Times Square, New York, for New Year's. That's a good question. That's a good question. Yep. At the peak, I didn't know the answer. That's it. I didn't know the answer either. You looked it up. I have to find. I had to find it. I had to find it something New Year's related. I figured. Yeah. So off I went. Yep. To either that or fireworks, which would have been fun too—a fireworks-related question. Totally unrelated. In the Netherlands, they want to mandate that if you shoot a fireworks, you wear um, safety goggles. Oh, that makes sense. That's brilliant. Don't worry. Don't worry about your hands. Just your eyes. Just your eyes. Yeah. Can't see with your fingers. Yet as now. Actually, you can. Well, if you yeah. read Braille. Braille. That's a good point. Chip time. Chip time. So we have the Daily Crave Lentil Chips Smoked Gouda flavor. Yes, you heard that correct. To my brother and sister-in-law. Lentil Peppa Chips. And Jamie. Lentil Thanks, guys. Chips. Chip to air ratio, 50%. The bag is very narrow and very tall, so it's That kind way of, it can hold more lentils, I guess. I think there's a lot of lentils. The chip looks like a, uh, kind of like a ruffle potato chip. It's got holes in it. It's almost more like a cheese cracker. Yeah. It's not bad. If you like howda. They smell like cheese. They taste like cheese. There's a little, I wouldn't say smoky flavor. They're more spicy than, I mean, not spicy even, but. Salty. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not getting a, I'm not getting a ton of cheese. I mean, they're crunchy, but they're, they're not super flavorful. They're almost like, um, you know what they remind me of a little bit is the corn, um, like bugles. No, bugles. Bugles. Yeah. Um, you can't tell that they're lentil, I don't think. Isn't that like corn, though? Yeah. Kind of. Like a bean. It's a bean. Well, it's like a, a little zoom. It's like a little disc thing. Like a pea. Yeah. Like a flat pea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're not bad. No. That doesn't really sound like a compliment. That doesn't sound like a compliment. It wasn't supposed to be a compliment. They're, um... They're okay. Yeah. I'm, I'll give them a... I'll give them a thumbs up. They're one thumb. You can eat they're, them. Yeah, I could probably eat a whole bag of these and not realize that I've eaten anything. Yeah. Not, not, not super flavorful. But I guess if you're into healthy chips, maybe, um, you know. I mean, on the bag, chips. it does say they're perfect for dipping. So maybe they intend for you to put them in something else. So it's like uh, tortilla chips then. They're a vessel. They're not supposed to taste good on their own. They're, they're not... supposed to just hold stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the best way to sum this so up. So there's no longer chips. Those are crackers. This is a cracker. This just became a lentil cracker. Oh, boy. No, sorry, oh boy. Sorry, the daily crave. There we go. Now we know. Your chip just got hey, demoted. It's the first to edition a chip, though. No, we'll those are all fake news information. Is that fake news? Oh. Yeah. Well, there we have it. Thank you for listening today. Uh, happy New Year. Hopefully, it's the new year here. Yes. Happy 2019. Next year, we're going to go over uh, 
or next year. Yeah, next year. That's true too. Next next episode, we're gonna go over stretching, to stretch or not to stretch, and when to stretch, etc. I, I et wrote an article a long time ago about stretching. Let's pull that out. Let's quote it. Ooh, that's good. Let's pull that out. I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, we are also going to review the Jimmy John's chip. Thank you, Hank. Hank, way to go. Thank you, El Hank. Uh, anyone looking for more information about us or physical therapy in general, check out the website, reboundclinic.com. If you like the show, tell a friend. Tell two friends. Tell two friends. For more information throughout the week, follow us on our social medias, Instagram, Twitter. Snapface. Facebook-ish, not really. No. Snapface. Snapface. Okay. Uh, he's Jimmer. I'm Christian. Thanks for listening.